media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Sunday morning, so two hours of uh, brand brand talk. In fact, uh, 9 to 11. Glad that you're part of the show. Always love it when you engage with me, and you can do that on air. Quick calls, 0891 104207. SMSs, 34701. And to tweet, tweet to me, at Ashraf Garda on SFM Radio as well. But do use the hashtag Media Show, sort of capital M, Media Show. Would appreciate if you do that. There's so much to talk about, including... The International Public Relations Association Awards that took place a few days ago in South Africa for the first time ever, I think. Um, we'll talk, talk about that and a big South African winner there. But let's start to talk about children and children's role in advertising um, and how advertisers or brands advertise through children. So the debate really is, is children in advertising the model case for the model case against it? I wonder what your thoughts are on it. You can certainly call in. I've got three guests. Sitakere Marutlule is a strategist, speaker, media commentator, cultural creative, CEO of Moonchild. Ironically, I think Moonchild, with the emphasis on child, is maybe most appropriate in this case. Uh, Sitakere, good chatting to you. Hi. Sitakere, hi. Hi, good morning, Asha. Yeah, thanks thanks for your time. It's been a while, right? Jacques Shalom is also with me, Executive Creative Director at the creative agency, well, Cerebra. Uh, Jacques, good chatting to you once again. Hi. Hi, Ashraf. How's it going? I'm very well, indeed. Right. And the third guest we have is uh, Mosidi Seretla, who is the Brand Director for Vodacom South Africa. Appreciate your time, Mosidi. Hi. Hi, Ashraf and your listeners. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you what, it's good that we, that we, got, we got you on board there, uh, Mosidi, because Vodacom, together with a few others, certainly have used uh, children in advertising and, and very successfully, I think, really cute. But there's always been a case you know, of the morality around even using children. Uh, that means not targeting children, but using children to advertise. G- give me your, your, your initial thoughts on it, Mercedes, the case for and, and how Vodacom plays out in thinking about using children in advertising. We've seen that children play a huge role in, in driving emotional engagement. Um, if you look at what Miller Brown says, if you really want your brand to be emotionally linked to something, children, and um, I must say things like animals do drive that emotional involvement. We use baby, um, our little baby twice in two ads, um, and actually in 2013, the baby, our baby was the best liked ad um, in South Africa um, in a research survey with Miller Brown. And it actually traveled globally and it was used in other Vodafone countries. I do understand when people are against it, but for us as a brand where we were trying to convey a message about our network, it really worked well for us and it, 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 it worked well and consumers loved it. And there were I don't recall a, a number of complaints. Actually, there were no, there were very few complaints around um, the use of the baby in advertising. Okay, but, but but the point you make is that you you realise, uh, based upon research, that uh, using children, using babies in this case, does uh, engender that emotional connection, uh, connection, which is so important uh, when people make choices of aligning themselves to a brand in terms of possibly making a purchase, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, you, you can't just use a baby without telling the, 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 the message. You have to use it in a context that conveys the clear message, but also works for your brand. You know, you can, I've seen other brands and, and you know, use um, things that don't work well for their brands. I mean, 
I, I think you must use it in the right context. It conveys the right message for your brand, and it is credible for your brand. And that's how I feel about babies. Okay. All right, that, okay, that, that's your opening thoughts. Sister Kelly Marut Lule, give me your thoughts on this. You're using children uh, to, to promote or to market a brand. I, I must agree with Ms. Evie that the, the, there needs to be a, a correlation between the child as a creative vehicle and what your brand stands for. And we've seen the same sort of um, work come out of Telcom in recent time. And the executive will be very clear about saying, babies are the future, they present a fresh start, and therefore you're hoping to borrow that element of cuteness and innocence from what children represent onto the brand so that people feel as though your brand is equally innocent and um, and well-intentioned. But we have seen many examples, Ashraf, I think you'll remember early in the year we saw a poor example where kids were used as conscious agitators and it really backfired that feed a child ad. Do you remember that? Just, just, just tell us about it so, so every one of us can remember it. Go ahead. The feed a child ad showed you a black kid on his knees being fed scraps of a table. And, of course, the people who were at the dining table were a white couple. And it just sent all the wrong messages about blackness, poverty, black children, animals. And the, the idea, I guess, was to show that kids who are homeless need as much help or even... Uh, better tenderness than you show to your pets, but this execution was really, really poor. So in that instance, you had used the child as a conscience agitator, and that had a, a social, um, a negative social outcome. So you've got to be really careful about kids as signifiers and what those signifiers are. Okay, let me just, uh, we'll certainly pick up on that a lot more in a minute. Uh, Jean Shalom, just your thoughts? Um, again, I mean, I agree with both Cesar uh, Kelly and Mercedes. Um, I think it's just all about the context with how the kids are used, like, and also, like, um, which brand you're profiling. Like, I mean, if you look at the Oreo disc commercial, the little girl teaching her dad how to use an Oreo, I think that there it's an incredibly sweet ad, and it works, um, showing that, you know, that father-daughter bond. Um, but oftentimes you'll, you, you'll just see kids uh, placed there, and then it's, I suppose then it, then it's up to the adult themselves who's consuming this media to go, am I going to be emotionally blackmailed, blackmailed just because there's a cute kid and a puppy in this commercial? And I mean, at, at the end, it's up to the consumer themselves to see uh, if they really need that product because um, I don't really believe that having a child in an ad is going to convince you to switch from brand X to brand Y. Um, but um, I, I think there's a bigger discussion on the table in terms of how those kids are using commercials from the back end, not in terms of who, who they're targeting and the brand they're speaking for. Okay, which means maybe there are cases when, when the way they use is absolutely fine and there are other cases when it's unacceptable. Perhaps, as uh, Sister Keller uh, just alluded to now, you can call in, love to get your thoughts on this issue, using children uh, to promote brands, and, and many of the South African brands have done so. We've just touched on Telcom and, and Vodacom even right now, but there could be so many more, right? Uh, you can SMS me, 34701, and you can tweet at Ashraf Garda, but do use the hashtag Media Show. And if you have examples as well of, of how it's worked and how it hasn't worked, that's absolutely fine as well. But part of that, the centrality around that, is just the ethical issues around that. G- give me your thoughts on this one, Vasili uh, Seretlo from, from Vodacom. In, in terms of that, I mean, I'm just thinking, okay, so I don't think that anybody contests that they are cute. We all love 
We love children in advertising just like we love children when you see them at a shopping center, uh, at, a, at a coffee shop, at a house. Even if a kid you don't know, you are drawn towards that child, right? But, but are, is there a case to say, well, is that child a child actor? Is that child sort of signed up to act? Um, you know, you know, I, I, I hear both cases. It, you know, you've got to be very careful when it comes to children. You've got to, you know, we, we are very clear. Like when we used our baby, we needed to make sure that there's a psychologist, the parents are consenting, we are conveying. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we are. Go, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we need to be very careful when it comes to children. I, I, I don't doubt there's a line, um, where you need to draw. And, and the ASA code is very clear about use of children uh, conveying certain messages. And you've got to be very clear. And I, I'm, I'm aware of that. So when we do these ads, we don't do it with a blind, leading the blind kind of going and say, let's do an ad for with kids. We're very clear that they need to convey certain message. It can be about pe- getting people to buy into your brand or having current consumers who, who already are loyal to the brand to uh, be told about a message about your brand, but you've got to be very careful and you can't go in with it, in it blindly. And parents, the aid, ad agencies and brands and child psychologists need to be part of this ongoing conversation to say, how am I using children in advertising? And, you know, and I agree that you, you can't just use children to convey a message and go and do something that could, um, could be um, negative for your brand. So you've got to be, you've got to check carefully. That's what I, I, I should say. I'm not saying it's wrong. I think it's but right. But you, but you have to tread. Okay. You, you need to exercise caution on that one. You know, let, let's then talk about the regulations. Uh, I mean, what are the regulations? What, what is it that you, you know, where, where brands are prescri- being prescribed to in terms of using children, this is what you can, this is what you cannot do? I think the, the issues of human decency and just... Oh, we've lost... Hello? Okay. No, carry on, carry on. Okay, good. Yeah. I think the issues of just decency and just knowing that you can't use children to advertise alcohol or, or see them in a casino setting or um, cigarettes, those things are obvious. But I also think there's a, there's a category where if kids are just being used to psychologically manipulate people, then that's also incorrect. I mean, we... We've been, we've had a focus on telcos, but let's be honest, the purveyors of burgers and chips on the side mm, with mm. the promise of a toy, that's manipulation. Um, and it, and it doesn't even promise a healthy meal, it just says if you buy more of this, you're gonna get more of that. And that's, that's where I feel it, it, it flies too close to the line of, of, of being morally upright. I mean, also we've just had pick and pay with that stickers campaign where you, you, for every 150 rand spent, you collected a sticker. That's yes. an expensive undertaking, mm, 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 <laughs> you know. But it, all of it is 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 aimed at the child through mother. But we all know that the the power of pester power could create quite embarrassing scenes at the at the cash out point, which is why parents just end up giving in because it's the best way to keep their peace. Mm. So, so I'm, I'm wondering, therefore, maybe Shark, you can just comment on this. You know, has there been, in, and I don't mean just on one specific advert, but let's say over the last ten years, uh, examples where there's been massive lobby groups uh, coming together, lobbying around the fact that 
the use of children, in fact, is, is not working out, and, and giving specific reasons where they, they believe that the children are being either manipulated or, or we are being manipulated through children? Um, I can't think of a specific example where there's been mass outcry, but I mean, I know the Department of Labor is taking huge steps in terms of, some parties will call it making it more difficult for children to appear in commercials. Um, but um, gone are the days now where you can just take your kid out of school and take them to a casting because um, I've, I've, I've produced a lot of commercials with kids in them and you, you often will be seeing a casting tape and you'll recognize the child from several casting tapes for, for, for other brands over the years where I think a child of five or six doesn't really understand how cool it is to be in a commercial as much as their parents think it's cool to be Absolutely. in a commercial. Well, that's my point. That do the so, children actually have a choice? That they don't know any better, do they? I think a lot of it, I mean, in the movie Little Miss Sunshine, I think a lot of these are being, um, and for the most part, I think the parents uh, the parents are thinking they're doing the right thing, but you see a lot of these kids, like 70, 80 kids, being there in the middle of the day being taken out of school just to go to a casting and then get shortlisted, taken back to another um, another round of um, on-camera interviews and stuff. Um, so what the Department of Labor is doing is you need permission from the parents, you need permission from the school, and then they're also cutting down the working hours for the child. I'm not sure how many hours it is, but you can't have a kid sitting on set from 7 o'clock in the morning from set up all the way through to where they wrap up, you know, 5, 6 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and what, what the ad agencies are doing, they're actually starting to play ball. Um, uh, there's, from what I've seen, there's been a lot, uh, very little pushback from the producers at ad agencies, and they're trying as much as they can to work with the Department of Labor because um, the, the, the fines that you can be slapped with if you if you found to be contravening that the, the new code, um, not only from the financial um, outlay but also for the, the PR, I think they're really trying to fall in line with that. So it's making it very difficult for advertisers to put children in, in, in adverts. So you'll probably see less and less of that. Um, but what it will probably help do is um, not just uh, you'll start seeing that um, brands won't be putting kids in, in, in commercials just for the sake of it. I think uh, back to Mercedes' original point, they will start. I think we'll start seeing a lot more relevance where children are involved, just because of the pain involved in in, in casting them. But, but I, I, I would think that that's a given, isn't it, Mercedes? Rattle? You'd, you'd never do anything and live inside children. You wouldn't do anything just because you want to do it. It has to work for you with every single element, whether it's a child, whether it's a motor car in an advert, you have to make that decision and think through carefully what it does in terms of the overall execution and therefore the, over, the complete article, isn't it? Oh, of course, and I agree with Jacques. I mean, we we in the advertising and the branding, and we need to we need to work within those parameters. It is absolutely ridiculous to take a child and put them in an ad when it doesn't work for your brand. And saying that, I agree that we need to be also careful around how many hours the kids are in. The parents need to consent. So we need, like I said, you need to tread very carefully when you are going to use a child. But it needs to work for your brand ultimately. If it doesn't work for your brand, then I would suggest use other vehicles or methods that will deliver in the same way an entertaining story but told through different characters. And lots of people have done that. I'm not advocating not using um, children and babies, but I'm advocating using them with very, very uh, strict guidelines, working with parents at agencies and production agencies to make sure you've got the right um, the right commercial, but also treating kids with, you know, I, I call them with kids' gloves and, like, you know, you walk around them. I'm a mother myself, so I, I understand where, where those concerns would come from. 
And, and just by the way, as, as a mother, I mean, p- parents, when those kids are used, so of course they need to sign off, right? But but the point that, that Jacques brought up, and I'll get to Cesar Killer in just a second, do you find, you know, this is outside the creative aspect of the ad, in terms of the, the morality within, within society, do you find effectively the kid is a reflection of the parents' desires versus the kids' desires? Never mind that it actually works as an advert. Mosiri? I find, I mean, with babies, obviously, it's the, it's the parents' desires. Mm. It's, it's about, you know, my child is a character, my child it wants to be an ad. And, and so, so it is the parents' desire. But when it comes to six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds, I've seen kids who actually also want to be in ads. So, and, and you see mothers who are like, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm like, I'm one of those parents who would think I'm a little bit conservative, but I've seen kids themselves push their parents to go, but I want to be an heir because they've seen somebody else. So when the child is at a certain age between not, let's say, not to six or seven years old, I think the parents play an important role. And I'm not saying kids over the age of seven know what they want, but they also, you know, these kids these days are so clever, by mm-hmm. the way. So they do also push their parents to want to be, to appear in ads. So, but the parents' role is absolutely critical. The parents themselves need to consent. And I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to see kids in ads where they've been pushed or by parents, but parents play a critical role. But, but, but the reality is, you, 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 may, you may never know about it, isn't it? She's like, Kelly Marutle, give me your thoughts. I mean, you see, I'm, I'm curious as to, as to find out whether, uh, outside just how, how wonderfully warm we are towards adverts, whether there's ever been a, a, a let's call it an anti-whatever, child labor lobby group or something along that line, who's come up and said that they should be banned completely in the same way that the Minister of Health has actually been pushing for uh, alcohol advertising to be dropped. No, I, and nothing comes to mind in recent memory that may have had that um, level of intense negativity. But I, I, I am aware that ever so often you will get complaints sent to the ASA about the treatment of a child in this particular ad or a false promise from that particular ad. But I I am hopeful that we are going to get to a place where there is some element of regulation because a seven-year-old, like Musidi says, may insist that they want to be in an ad, but they don't have enough life experience to know what is good for them, which is where the role of a parent is, in, is important and the role of psychologists on set because it has to be fun. When it stops being fun, then the child must be removed. In the same way, I mean, you see it with these uh, princesses and tiaras, these little girls, they, they can't mm-hmm. even spell their names, but their mothers are pushing them and dolling them up in, in, in grown-up makeup. You can tell in that instance that it has nothing to do with the child and everything to do with a mother trying to reenact whatever elements of her childhood she left behind. So let's balance the, let's make it fun for the child, and when it stops being fun, then a, a different a different um, age group should be engaged. That that would be my view. Well, Lorato saying it's both, talking about whether there's a case for and there's a case against it. Uh, Sarah Britton, of course, who I chat to very often, uh, on the air saying telcom has used babies very effectively to improve brand likability. Some are saying SMS I can read. Uh, some are saying, Dad, it's all about money, not babies. Mm-hmm. What does the Labour Act say about employing underage children? And uh, there's a small girl who says something about dialing. It's a huge waste of money because I can't, cannot understand what... She says something from Ava. Uh, does the idea of using children on commercials amount to child labor uh, from, from Prince? Again, it's, it's come up a, a, a few times there. Jacques, Jacques, you may want to just add to this. 
Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Department of Labor, as I said, is, is, has come down very, very strictly on the, on the ad um, industry. Um, and also the Department of Health, uh, I think some guidelines out in 2014 that are being reviewed in terms of not even being able to, um, to promote certain products to children. Um, and I know that that doesn't necessarily speak to kids in commercials, but in a way it does, because um, if you um, need to target a product at children, you're not necessarily going to use adults to, to target to the children to get that nag factor out there. So there's a whole ripple effect, and, and um, there obviously is a spotlight on um, not only kids and commercials, but how you speak to children. Um, mm-hmm. But um, and but then again, where does the legislation stop? You can't just go into a sweeping statement of saying no advertising to children. Like for example, Facebook, you can't have a Facebook account if you're under 13. So obviously, social media uh, seems to be regulating itself in that area. Um, but if you look at something like the the Supersport Let's Play initiative, where yes. it's mm-hmm. promoting children to get up, you know, to get be a little bit healthier, um, using kids and sports stars and that to target children. Um, I think is a great initiative, but on the flip side, you don't want to do um, high carbonated sugary drinks. Yeah, um, good point. Yeah. All right. You see, part, part of that, and maybe you can just comment on this one, uh, Mercedes Seretlo from, from Vodacom, which is one is having children uh, acting out as children. But I've certainly seen examples, and I just can't quite remember which ones now. Lately, there are children acting out adults in, in adverts. Now, is there a difference there? Is a difference. I, I think just as I can explain, there is a difference where children act out as adults and children acting out as children. It needs to be fun. It needs to be right for the child. The the the, the children's rights, or what whatever the children want, it needs to be the, the utmost number one consideration in anything. And when it starts becoming a child acting like an adult, I think that's where the uncomfortable, um, where that we draw the line where. Advertisers and brands should draw the line. But when it comes to advertising, huggies and I know I'd, I'd say things that are fun and and kids are you know, kids are being used to demonstrate the brand and mm-hmm. in, in not a negative way. That's why I say you go okay, that's right. But I think it is up to brands and advertisers and advertising agencies with with the laws to draw a certain parameters to say when is it right to use a child and when is it and I think I'd hazard to say a lot of thinking gets put in and I know at Vodacom we don't just go out go around and, and do it we, we do we consider this a lot and you can't just go in blindly like I say you need to consider a lot of things before doing mm. um, putting kids alright but that gets me thinking about another thing and uh, Sister Killer you can comment on this whether there is a difference when a, when a child is used to advertise a child product, as must mention nappies or diapers, which I can understand, uh, or whether the child is actually used not even as an adult, but even portraying a child, but the ultimate product sold is an adult product. Is there a difference in that? There, there is a difference. I mean, if you think of the, I think the boy was probably about 12, a selfie in the recent selfie ad, and you see him flying around the world, getting on planes and mm-hmm. hanging with cool crowds. That that is a it's an overreach because the product he's selling isn't aimed at his target group. Essentially, what you're asking him to do is to pitch a grown-up product at 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 grown-ups, which is problematic for me. If you're going to use kids, then use them to promote things that are relevant to them, um, because then there's there's something there's, there's something tangible in their relationship. Babies are a different thing because 
babies are, we can impose upon them whatever we feel about the world. But kids should be aimed at products that really are useful and relevant to their age group. But an, another thing, um, Ashraf, which we haven't discussed and people don't talk about is how the choice of children made is also quite classless because there's a certain ch- type of child you see and there's a certain type of child you don't see. You don't see the kid who's in Orange Farm being presented in a positive, glamorous light. You see kids who, who are in a certain class group represented as the things that we should inspire to. You also don't see kids who are diverse. No disabled child is shown. So mm-hmm. all these things... Why, why don't we? Because, I guess because what you want to do is present a, a picture-perfect world, which which in itself is exclusionary. And I guess it's, it's just a, the flip side of advertising, that it presents the, the glitzy and the glamorous and ignores everything else that could very well be part of what makes us human. All right, that's an interesting one. Let, let me just wrap up then, Jacques and Shalom. Uh, sorry, Jacques, Shalom, just your final thoughts in one line. Um, um, I think I was also wanted to raise Sister Keller's point there. Um, obviously, advertising needs to sell the aspiration, and that's why you will set a certain lifestyle. But I think it's very unfair on the on the South African. If you're showing a, a child with a certain toy um, as though that is the norm, um, I, I feel very sorry for the moms, especially like come Christmas time, who can't afford those those toys for their kids. Um, and it's uh, the kids nagging, saying, but on TV, all these kids have them. Um, and it's just, it's just a pity that the reason those kids are put on those ads with those toys is, is to sell that lifestyle of that certain toy or lifestyle. And, uh, you know, we, people say we don't fall for advertising, but unfortunately we do. Otherwise, um, okay. brands wouldn't be pouring billions into And, and uh, Mercedes from, uh, Vodacom, the band director, just your final thoughts? I think for me, must work for your brand, must be credible for your brand, need to ensure the child's rights or whatever the child is, it's done in a fun way. Advertisers, parents, and psychologists need to come together and work there, but it must definitely work for the, for the brand and there should be a clear parameters of when should I use a child and when should I use a child, but um, definitely must work for your brand. Well, I'll tell you what, let's leave it at that. If, however, uh, and I'm just throwing this ahead, uh, throwing it out in this case here, if there is a group that is involved uh, pushing for children not to be used at all in adverse, and you can separate children and from babies, sort of older children to babies, I'd love to know about it. Let me know, ashraf.safm.co, otherwise you can even just tweet using the hashtag MediaShow.